Welcome to this episode of the Nothing Ventured Primer with me, Arish Shah. In these Primer episodes, we explore the insights and backgrounds of our guests to give you a bit of an idea of what they've been up to and how they got involved in the tech and venture ecosystem. Enjoy. This season of Nothing Ventured is sponsored by Odin. Odin helps angels, VCs, and founders to raise and deploy capital seamlessly. You can structure your SPVs and now run your funds, handle capital calls, portfolio management more smoothly and easily in one place. Founders use Odin to raise their entire round in a few clicks by simply sending investors a link and receiving investments immediately. Odin works with over 5,000 investors and over 150 emerging fund managers and angel syndicates globally. Head to joinodin.com to learn more. That's J-O-I-N-O-D-I-N.com. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Nothing Ventured Primer. Today, I am really excited to have with me for the first time in, I don't know, over 20 years, my good friend Shruti Ajitsarya. Shruti is a partner at Allen & Overy, the second largest law firm headquartered in the UK by revenue. She has, for the last six and a half years, been head of Fuse, Allen & Overy's legal tech incubator, which provides a collaborative space where teams can experiment with, develop and test legal, regulatory and deal related solutions. Shruti, great to finally have you in the studio. Very happy to be here. Yeah, look, blushing red as we as I know, we it's the nicest you've ever been about I know, me. It's crazy because I'm on camera. What can I do? Uh, listen, we're going to jump straight in. So uh, for our audience to get to know you a little bit better, what was your first job? My first real job or my first like actual your, job? Your first actual job. Uh, did you work at McDonald's? Yes. Well, you were working at McDonald's. I was clever enough to ask Bix's sister, our friend's sister, to get me a job at Railtrack. So I was earning double you as a team organiser, basically ordering stationery. It was really fun. Oh, that's hilarious because I went to rail track about two years after that. Yeah, well. I like, think, think you got the memo from me. I might well have done. Right. Okay. So what did you do before you got into the tech and venture ecosystem then? Um, so as a career, I have always been a lawyer. I started Allen and Overy in 2002 and I've been there ever since. Um, and what were you doing at Allen and Overy? Because um, this yeah. is very so, dry. <laughs> so I know. I'm so interesting. I'm the person people want to talk to at parties because I am by trade a derivatives lawyer. So I did about 15 years of credit derivatives. Amazing. I mean, I don't think we'll go into too much detail on that. So what triggered your move into championing Fuse in that case? Um, just um, a sort of series of events really that happened over a maternity leave made me think about being in a law firm, but doing something slightly differently. Um, and I'm very fortunate to be at a law firm where if you have an idea and you present it, you actually do get the funding and the backing to do new things. So it was that it was my maternity leave and having a bit of time away from working and just thinking about things differently that gave me an opportunity to think of starting Fuse. This season of Nothing Ventured is proudly sponsored by Emerge One. Emerge One provides fractional CFO support to venture-backed tech startups and scale-ups. They work with businesses from C to Series B that have been backed by some of the UK, US and Europe's best venture capital funds. They provide support from capital allocation and management, KPIs and reporting, fundraising support, financial modeling, investor relations and investor management. Come check them out at emergeone.co.uk when you're scaling fast and have need of a CFO. So we're going to talk about uh, some of that journey in the main podcast. Uh, and I think I think it'd be super interesting. If you weren't doing Fuse, what would you be doing? Do you think you'd still be a derivatives lawyer? I would either still be a derivatives lawyer 
Or I would be sat in bed watching Netflix. Watching yourself on Netflix? We'll come to that in a second. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Fuse itself. So give us a rundown. Who is it for? What does it do? And what does it do better? Right. So the premise of Fuse at the outset when we first started it was you have big law firms all basically just doing business as usual, not really thinking about how they could be doing work better or differently. Outside of that building, you have a whole ton of legal tech companies doing really interesting things, um, often based on their own experience in law, but they have no real way of entering into the law firm because the, the route in traditionally is through procurement or IT or people who don't really feel the pain point. So the idea of Fuse was to find legal tech startups that were really solving a problem that we had and allow the lawyers to be the people that said, actually, yes, this is exactly what I need. Uh, it would be better if it did this. I also need it to do that. So to really help these companies with product development, to make sure the product was robust and really fit for purpose for us, to give them a route into Allen & Overy, so enable them to have pilots where otherwise there were such startups that I don't think they would have been able to do that. Um, and to really encourage our lawyers to be brave in challenging the status quo and to think more about trying new things and really challenging how they've been doing the work. Yeah, I mean, we're going to again, we're going to talk about that sort of whole shift in these sort of legacy industries when we talk about it in the main podcast. But I think one of the things that comes to mind is a lot of legal tech business. In fact, a lot of kind of domain businesses are often founded by non-domain experts or non sort of practicing experts. So I know a lot of sort of fintechs that, that have been started by people who weren't ever in kind of finance or in, in accounting for that matter. Um, and equally, I know a couple of legal tech firms, you know, some of which have raised you know, quite significant amounts of capital. Um, that were founded by people that don't come from at least a traditional legal background, right? So this essentially gives them the expertise to, to as you say, really kind of test out their, their thought process, their products. It, it, it basically does the whole get out of the building and talk to talk to people, right? Because they are the potential end customers. Yeah, right? it's the closest you can get to a customer is being sat in the law firm every single day and having lawyers able to come downstairs, tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, I don't really like what you're doing here. I'd like it to do blah. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. Now, you're a little bit hesitant about this next question, so I'm, but I am going to put you on the spot, right? So uh, if you were to think about kind of three areas within the tech ecosystem that you're really excited about now, some technologies that kind of are up and coming or, um, you know, that, that that you're really sort of interested in, in, in seeing where they go, what would they be? I like, hate this question so much because the only thing anyone is talking about right now is generative AI. And it's it is the only thing that actually seems to exist in people's minds. And of course, it is really exciting. And you and I both know that I'm like slightly sad about the whole generative AI thing and my, my lack of ability to to sort of enter the the up the upward stream of the, of... the 3x open AI evaluation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel your pain. I'm terribly pain. gutted about that, actually, genuinely, as you know. But um, I think that is really interesting. But for law in particular, I would just say there is a lot else that has been going on. Generative AI is going to do a lot for law. But there is a lot outside of that that has been sort of happily making an impact for quite a long time now. And some of it is really, really basic. So how do you draft a document? Well, actually, for us, it's about document automation. You don't The generative AI thing may enhance the process a little bit, but actually the automation is relatively simple to crack. It hasn't up until you know the last sort of five years been done very well and it makes a huge difference so the reason I hate this question is because say anything other than generative AI makes me sound like I have no idea what's happening in tech but I you know outside of that they, I still think there's a huge amount going on. No but the, I mean this is the reality right we had Matt Johns on the podcast from Founders and Lightning and you know there is something to be said for championing unsexy tech right because that actually is the tech that 
does become almost kind of the base layer operating system for lots of businesses, whether that's in legal, in finance or, or you know, HR or whatever, right? You need that kind of base layer of stuff happening to be able to then layer on top of it things like generative AI. Like generative AI in and of itself is great, but you can't just overlay generative AI onto a law firm and expect it to, no. to, to do amazing things, right? So, um, so no, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's, you know, it is things That's like- That's so nice. You never think I'm right. Well, I mean, occasionally. I'm you like, normally think I'm just unsexy. Yes, that, that is true. But then, you know, the companies that you work with can be, right? Um, so, no, look, I think, I think that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and we're going to dig into, again, sort of what's happening in, in the legal tech space and, 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 and how kind of uh, both companies as well as startups can start you know, thinking about that. But for the, for the meantime, thank you so much for joining me here in the studio today, Shruti. I really uh, appreciate it. Pleasure. I wish you'd have told me to brush my hair first. <laughs>